Welcome to Here's the Caveat, an international leadership podcast. Business coach Bob Reich tackles the issues that plague business professionals today. With candor and transparency, he provides real-life answers to the real-world issues with his years of experience and practical wisdom. He will inspire you with value and provide you with practical answers to help you navigate through life's greatest circumstances. Welcome to Here's the Caveat. Take it away, Bob. Welcome to Here's the Caveat, Leadership Essentials for Today's Leader. I'm Bob Risch, your host, and I thank you for joining us again this week. Today, I want to talk about finding success in the midst of failure. Finding success in the midst of failure is something that we face every day. It's something that we want to avoid. It's something that many people are scared of, and it's very, very uncomfortable, however necessary. Failure is one of the greatest tools that help us learn and launch us not only into success, but into significance. Tom Watson said, if you want to succeed at a greater pace, you need to fail twice as fast. Isn't that interesting? In one way, it's kind of disturbing, but in another way, it's very interesting how success is tied to your failure. So today, we're going to talk about finding success in the middle of failure. One of the things that people deal with and consider it a failure or a part of it is confidence. Many people struggle with self-confidence. If you take a scale, 1 to 10, and we look at the one side of it, the low side of it, we see that person that we know has very little confidence, if any at all. They're a doormat. People walk all over them. They'll be the first to tell you they have no confidence, no self-esteem, and they will tell you that they are a failure or they feel like everything they do fails. And we see them at the bottom of the confidence scale. At the other end of the scale, the number 10, this is where we see those that are cocky, those that appear to have everything under control. They have no fear. They have no problems. Everything they do appears to flourish. When we see people at this level and we see their cockiness, it's a result of a lack of confidence. Think about that. People at the far end of the low end of the spectrum at number one, they have an issue with confidence. And the people at the very high end, they also have an issue with confidence. See, the balance is in the middle at the five, where they're able to say is, I am a value. I am a child of God. I am worth something. I have value. Because in the middle, they have choices of either going right or going left. When they're at one end of the spectrum, they're caught, they're stuck. Today, as we talk about confidence issues, what we want to talk about is how to increase your confidence, how to see yourself as more of a value, and balance the confidence and the fear so it gives you choices, so you can experience success in the midst of failure. Social media is a really great place to exhibit confidence. 
We see what people say. They guarantee things. They appear to have all the answers. They appear to have everything going for them. The reality is most of them don't. It's a facade. They're pretending. People see that and take their assumptions as a reality. Because most of the people that you see on social media, they're just like us. They have the same fears. They have the same issues. They have the same confidence issues. What you see online needs to be kept in perspective. It's, an e- it's easy to believe and assume based on your emotions. A lack of self-confidence is the presence of too many distractions. There are so many distractions, not only online with social media and everything we see online, but look at, read the news, watch the news. It has been said that if you watch too much news, you're misinformed. If you watch too little of news, you're not informed. It's a catch-22. Today, especially in the last year and a half, there was a lot of distractions. There's a lot of things that have taken people off their game, that have caused people to see things that aren't true, that aren't fact, and their assumptions. The lack of self-confidence is the presence of too many distractions because distractions often cause our brain to fail to focus on the true reality and it focuses on fragmented thought because fragmented thought creates assumptions. Assumptions are false truths that are created in an absence of a focus on reality. I am asked every day, who is your competition? I am intrigued by the question. The question assumes there is competition. Assumptions create perceptions. Assumptions create false perceptions. When assumptions are created, your focus is diverted to dead-end paths. When thoughts are based on facts, your focus is directed towards the goal without the temptation to be distracted. When you're distracted, you assume that there is a better alternative without the facts. Horses are fitted with blinders to guide them in a desired direction. Blinders remove the temptation to be distracted. Blinders don't restrict the horse from options. Blinders remove the distractions. When you are distracted, you assume there is a better alternative without the facts. When you are directed, you focus on the goal ahead. When a horse comes to a pothole or a distraction in the middle of the road, they can look to the right, they can look to the left, and immediately they can choose between a better path and still be and still be prevent and, and and they don't are they're prevented from being from they're prevented from the distractions that face them they're prevented from all the circumstances around them that don't mean anything they're prevented from the things that are designed to get them off of their path many times a small detour is exactly what we need to be able to stay on the right path or get on a better path When you consider your competition, you can't be distracted by what others are doing. You need to focus on what you are doing. When you focus on others, you lose focus. 
What causes self-confidence issues? It's not that you are a lack of value. It's not that you aren't enough. It's not that you aren't significant. It's because you are focused on what someone else has. You can't assume you have less because someone else has more. I was working with a client one time that his take-home pay was $14,000 a month. Yes, you heard me right. His take-home pay was $14,000 a month, and he considered himself in poverty. He considered, considered himself a failure. He considered himself that he didn't have what he needed to live. Now, most of you are shaking your head and rolling your eyes because it's a different perspective. We're focused on his perspective. The reason that he believed that was not because he didn't have, it's because he focused on what others had. Did you hear that? He didn't focus on what he had. He focused on what others had. Even though we took him to $14,000 a month to a $21,000 a month income in just six weeks, his focus never changed. He still believed he was in poverty. He still believed he didn't have enough. See, what we had to teach him was, it's not about the externals. I'm a business coach with Caveat Institute. And with Caveat Institute, I believe I am able to help a lot of people. And my clients believe the same thing. Not because I have more experience than everybody, not because I have more money than everybody, not because I have more content or more products or whatever it is externally, is because internally, no one will understand them or care more about them than I will, and that's what they understand. Because if I focused on my externals, I would focus on the money, the experience, the bling, the stuff, the products. I offer five things to my clients, and many of, many of you have heard these. I offer understanding. Nobody will understand my clients more than I will. I provide them hope. When they don't see hope, I show them that there is light at the end of the tunnel, and it's not an uncommon train. I provide them passion. No one will be more passionate about their success and significance than I am. I will help them become accountable, not only to me, but to themselves and to others, and also that trusted advisor. That's all internal. You can't assume you have less because someone else has more. And this is one of the biggest reasons why people don't understand that failure is a key, significant part of their success. How do you find success through failure? It's simple. Understand that the failure is a part of your success. Yes, it makes you uncomfortable. Yes, it, there's fear involved. Yes, it's not someplace that you always want to be. I've spent over 20 years in ministry. And if I had the opportunity to go back at the very beginning and see what I would be going through in the next 20 years, I would have ran the other way. On the flip side, when I look back at what I have been through and the experiences I have been able to learn from, I wouldn't trade the experiences for the world. I have been in business for over 25 years. I can say the same thing. Today, we're going to talk about three tips that will help you avoid creating assumptions and help you anticipate creating significance. It's really important how you think. How do you avoid creating assumptions and how do you anticipate creating significance? 
The first tip is be confident in your potential. Don't compare your potential to others' perceived success. And that's exactly what it is. Just because you see something online, just because you see something in print doesn't make it true. Just because you hear something on the news doesn't make it true. There's a lot of people out there that have perceived success. But if you could look inside of them, they're a mess. If you look inside of them, they have lack of confidence. See, when you compare yourself to others' success, there is a perceived inability that you see about yourself. You lose sight of your potential. You can't assume you are less because someone else has more. Your significance is not based on what others have achieved. It's based on who you are becoming each and every day. Be confident in your potential. Don't compare your potential to others' perceived success. Tip number two, emulate the strength in those who have significance. It's one thing to try to achieve what others have success, uh, perceived to have success in. It's another thing to look at their example. Look at what they have done that you want to emulate. Their example, their faith, their hope, the understanding that they have for people, their ability to listen. You're not becoming them. You are looking at their example and learning by what they are doing, not their perceived success. Don't look at what they have achieved externally. Look at the value that comes from within. Look to those who have achieved significance and compare what you don't have. Use their significance as an example of what you can achieve. They did it, so can you. The difference is, are you trying to compare to what they have, have, or are you looking to the example of who they are? Number one, be confident in your potential. Don't compare your potential to others' perceived success. Number two, you want to emulate the strength in those who have significance. And number three, embrace your failures. Embrace your failures. It's not easy, but it's simple. Failure is not an end. It is a beginning of a new opportunity. Significance is built on failures used as learning experiences, not reasons to quit. People of significance use failure to move them closer to their goals. Remember, the light bulb did not illuminate on the first attempt. Just what Tom Watson said, if you want to succeed, fail twice as fast. Your significance is not based on what others have achieved. It's based on who you are becoming every day. When you compare yourself to others, you are left defeated and paralyzed. You will stop and become distracted by false assumptions about moving forward. Comparing yourself to others takes away valuable time and energy that could have been spent on building your future. Comparing yourself to other people removes your power. Every minute that you spend on comparing your path to someone else's is a minute lost in creating your own future. Put on the blinders and decide that you will be significant. The only person you should compete with is with yourself yesterday. And there is the caveat. Thank you so much for listening today. 
It is an honor and a privilege to have you as a part of Here's the Caveat. You can find us at our website at www.caveatcoach.com. That's www.caveatcoach.com. Reach out to us today with your questions on our website. You can also follow our LinkedIn page or follow us on social media, Facebook and Twitter. All of those links are on our website. Learn more how Caveat Institute can meet and serve your needs. We also want to thank our sponsors for supporting this podcast. Without our listeners and your support, this podcast would not exist. We have thousands of listeners in over 50 countries because of you. And because of your listening and financial support, we can impact the world. Consider becoming a sponsor for this podcast by placing an advertisement or by donating at the link provided at caveatcoach.com. Share this podcast and allow others to receive the value that you've received today. And be sure to check out our other episodes. Again, it's been an honor to speak with you today. Have a fantastic day and don't be afraid to be great. You've been listening to Coach Bob Risch at Caveat Institute. We're signing off now. See you next week for another episode of Leadership Essentials for Today's Leader by Here's the Caveat.